What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first House of Havoc bonus episode. Today, we're going to be covering UFC 259, Israel Adesanya versus Jan Blachowicz. To my right, Anthony Alessino. How we doing? And in the booth, we got Brian. What's going on? Nothing. You know, it's been a while since we were here last. We were here last uh, day after the Super Bowl, you know. Some some things have gone on in football, but we're not here to talk about the, that today. Today, we're going to talk about UFC. Big card. Yeah, it's a big card. I mean, I can I, get behind the card. It's nice. Three three title fights, four champs. Four champs. Okay, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. All right. Three title fights, yep. four champs. Well, I'm not doing it. That's how the UFC is advertising. They, that's it. how they're advertising. Yep. It. All right. Three title fights I can get behind. Uh, you know, it should be a decent card. Where is the card? This card is. Is it is it the Performance Center? It is at the Apex. Yeah, the Apex. Yes. All right. So that means smaller octagon, no? Apex by forty five percent, pretty small. Yeah, pretty small. small. Which leads me to believe, and we'll get to it later on. But I, th- this main event does not get out of the third round with these two guys. Agree or disagree? Uh, you know what? It depends, in my mind, how Adesanya wants to play it. I think that if he wants to go and be aggressive, he always he does have to worry about the counter striking ability. Like he gets hit. It's gonna hurt. He's gonna be like nothing he's felt before. Right. And Jan tends to press. Oh, Jan's gonna press. Jan's I gonna think press I think it's the other way. I think it's uh I think it's counter punches and quick flurries and uh quick little combos on Jan until he gets frustrated. And if Jan presses because he's getting frustrated even more, that's when he gets slept. But I think it's gonna be working the legs, you know, kicking, calf kicking, things like that, foot stomping, whatever he needs to do. And then when it gets to the point where Jan gets frustrated, then Adesanya goes for the kill. But Adesanya is that type of person that he might go 25 just to say, look what I just, I just annihilated 25. I made it. It's an exhibition to me. You see, I, I disagree with that because I think of the, the first two fights all the time I had might be his only two to go the distance. Um, he went the distance with Gastelum. They went 15. That was a war. Right. And he went the distance with Yoel Romero. Correct. Mm-hmm. They went 15, and those were two of the his big UFC fights that he was close to losing, as close as he's ever come. I don't think he's comfortable leaving it in the judge's hands. The longer the fight goes on, yeah, the more think, you worry about Izzy. And I also think um, Gaslam and, um, and John are also very similar in the way they fight, and I feel like out of anyone, Gaslam gave him the most, I guess, trouble. In a sense, not that he Anasani did, is, which was weird. Yeah, not that Anasani has really been in any sort of like compromising situations, but you know, he he was the first guy who was kind of like, oh, okay. And then not, you know, he beat Gastelum, and then Anasani went on to smoke everyone after well, that. Gastelum was weird because he was like one of the first guys as he fought with short arms that got inside his reach and cracked him. Like, Gastelum yeah. cracked him a few times. Gastelum doesn't, go, doesn't go down. Gastelum's weird to me. I don't really, not that I don't like him. But I think he's great. I think his fighting style is a little weird to me. Like not weird. I just I don't know. It's not. It's not. It doesn't jump off the page to me. You it's know? not exciting. He's not. He's not. He wants to be a kickboxer, but he's a world class wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's, and he's a stocky guy. He's he is. Really he's like, very. You know. You know. Uh, you know. It was a good. It was a great fight. Don't get me wrong. I, I still think he's better off at one seventy. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. Now, before we like really get into the fight. I don't know what, what you're, how you're planning on doing well, this, but predictions. But, make your point right now. Well, I just have a question. Do you think he defends both belts? Say he wins. Do you think he I defends think, both? 
I think beating Jan is a pathway to him getting to John Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beat Jan at the fights at 205, right? Yeah. Yes. Beat Jan at 205 convincingly and you look good at 205, then Dana has no reason to say, I can't let you go up to 225. And does he have to get to 225 to fight heavyweight? Or can he go in there at, at No, at you got to go to, you got to get to 205. Got to get to 225. I think that... I mean, easily. He could do it easily. He's every bit of 6'4 and a half, 6'5". The other thing is, if he doesn't defend the light heavyweight belt, who's he taking on a middleweight that he hasn't beaten already? Because, I mean, top guys are Whitaker and Costa. Whitaker will another shot. We saw how those went. I think he said he'd give Whitaker another shot. Yeah, but Whitaker got worked, and... Whitaker's looked great in a lot of fights. Yeah, but he, he was like, didn't he, look great in that one. I am a big Whitaker fan. He so was, am I. Didn't he was off in, for a while. Did, going into Whitaker's last fight, didn't he say if he sleeps him, he'd give him another shot? Or am I thinking of somebody? No, yeah, another but class? he didn't. He. I mean, did he sleep I him? Know. I thought he won the fight. I oh, he did remember. win the fight. He won I the fight. Remember, I can't remember yeah. if he slapped the guy. I mean, after Costa, it's Cannoneer or Till. Till's not getting. And I think Till gets smoked. As and I really like Till needs a Till needs a top five win before he could get a title shot. Yeah, I think he defends both belts, and I don't think this John Jones Adesanya fight is anywhere near happening. Well, that's I think the, it will happen. That's the fight he seems to want. And oh, if you're Dana White, that's the fight to heard make. Him, yeah, that's no, it's the fight is he seems to want. Oh and yeah. If you've heard him talk uh, on Ariel Hawani, maybe possibly Joe Rogan. If you've heard him talk on any any of these podcasts, he said he has a plan. His plan was Paolo, then Jan. Then go up to heavyweight and maybe get one guy before John Jones. So Gustafson, that would be a fucking brawl. Nah, you nuts to take on Gustafson. <laughs> I think that'd be a fucking. I'm brawl. trying to think of somebody right outside the top five. What's Gustafson's like right around six or seven? Gustafson is retired. He, Did he know? retire? Yeah, I mean, oh, well, all right. Well, then he retired, but Gustafson. he. Well, no, he retired, but he announced that he is going. He's that he's coming back. He's back in training, so like a, it would be a return fight for him. But he did retire when he lost to Jones the second time, but. I don't see it that happening like that. I know that he has a plan. I don't think. I think he goes down well, and defends. The monkey it. wrench gets thrown into. Listen, the I think they fight it at two hundred five, because I think Jones goes and wins the world title, heavyweight title. I think he defends it once. I think Stipe is out of the picture. I think Stipe walks away. I think Stipe is one or two fights if, away yeah, from. I think if, from I think being if he done. beats Nagano, he might be like. No. no, no. If they really? come calling with the no. Jones fight, you take it because it's a huge yeah, check. A it's a huge legacy fight, and, and guess what? Yeah, There's yeah. no shame in losing to John Jones because you, you beat two. Columbia. You beat two out of three to DC, and say what you want about PDs or what what have you with Jones. The one guy DC can never beat was Jones. So it's Jones, then DC, and then um. Stipe, and you could even argue that Stipe might be better than DC at this point. Well, if they if they so do legacy fight. wise, you have nothing to lose by losing to John Jones and everything again. Yeah, and if you you could walk out on top beating John Jones, who's the greatest modern day UFC fighter or MMA fighter in the history of the game. I mean, youngest champ, like what he's yeah, done is incredible. I mean, if you if you the only person who could beat Jones. John Jones is John Jones. It's always been it's true. Way. But if you but if Stipe could beat him, it'd be wild. You know, but then you throw on the Adesanya fight away. So you have to understand that those things are. I mean, maybe you're not. But, but then, then the fight's two hundred five. Stipe verse. Stipe walks away. You think Stipe walks away? Yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah. I, I can't think. stand more than anything that the UFC does, and it's it's Stipe's it's fine. Not it's part young. of nature. No, he's thirty nine. No. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a full time firefighter when he's not doing it, this. It's part of the whole cycle of a human being, and it's like the psyche, and it's just everything about it. When you're champion. You're not going to walk away 
Like, so, okay, so you're world champ, right? And you're like, you know what? I got one fight left. And after this one fight, I'm done. You're not going to walk away now for the betterment of UFC and say, no, let these guys fight. Mm-hmm. You're going to go and knock out a number one contender. Now, if you do so, just say flip it and DC beats Stipe. And then DC walks away. Stipe loses credibility to some extent. And then they run another title fight for the interim belt, which to me is like it, kill, it kills the momentum of the division when the champion walks away and then you have to do it again. And it's kind of like these guys going up. So Adesanya is going to go up. Say he beats Jan. Okay. And then he says, I'm giving up the middleweight title. I'm going to defend the lightweight heavyweight title. Okay. Now it's another interim title mm-hmm. in, the, in the middleweight. And who gets it? Whitaker will probably be involved. It's just very, you know, it, it diminishes the value of the title when mm-hmm. people are jumping around so much. Now, it increases the, the value of those fighters that can go beat two-time weight champions, mm-hmm. you know. I get that. Two-weight class champions, that's, that's, a, that's an accomplishment. But I feel like it's hurting the overall product of being able to, like, build up these champions. Yeah, because you're you, holding up the process. If you think about the UFC right now, and you're like, from a marketing standpoint, you're like, who do we, who can we build around? You got Adesanya. Habib is not around. You got, we don't know, Amanda Nunez. 155 division is on fire. You got a, yes, yeah. but you got Amanda Nunez. You got Poirier to an extent. I'm, Michael, so, I'm no, saying Michael Chandler. No, champions that you can, oh, champions. Well, it's only a matter of time before Chandler gets his hand on that belt. But you got Usman. Usman is beating up everybody. Usman's now getting that recognition. Yeah. And it looks like Masvidal is going to get he has a big announcement this week. <laughs> and it looks like he's going to get Kobe Covington. The writing's oh, really? Okay, I'd I'd pay to see that. And they hate each other. Yeah. And I would I would pay to see that. Okay. At this point, Masvidal just put ass in seats. That uh, Yeah, he's yeah. an entertainer. Like that's what he should be doing. Nate Diaz, put asses in seats. I don't want to see you fight for a title. I'd love to. Poirier said he wants to fight at 170 before his career is over. On, Silly on Rogan's show. He's he because he walks around at 170, but he said he wants to fight Nate. Yeah, he and he, he said he really he really felt like the first Nate fight got got pulled from him because they were going to do the fight, and then he was going to do his hip thing, and then. Nate was playing games with the UFC, and then they started offering him replacement opponents. And he was like, look, it's Nate, or I'm going to get surgery. And it, it was surgery. Mm-hmm. So he said he felt like it didn't go down the way he needs it to go down. He'd love to fight Nate before it's all said and done. He knows Nate wants to fight him, and he'd do it at 170. But enough about what may happen down the line. Let's get into this card. The main event of the prelims, the only one that I really think is worth talking about here, Mr. Dominic Cruz, one-time undefeated UFC champion at 135, taking on Casey Kenny. Familiar mm-hmm. with this guy at all? Uh, very little bit. What were the odds on this one, Brian? Cruz has got to be a favorite, right? You imagine this is Cruz's last chance to... Uh, oh, he's a gatekeeper. This is his last chance to really we have, um, try to make some noise in 135. Have, uh, it's Cruz plus 115. Cruz is the underdog. And Kenny is minus 135. So, so yeah, it's Cruz is going the underdog. It's, but it's, it's, it's like a even. It's almost even. It really is. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's just, it, I think this is more the odds are really just based off the unknown. Like, what's Cruz going to look like when he gets in? Yeah. Cruz is one of those guys yeah. that doesn't believe in ring rust. Uh, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because he, he's so, uh, he's such a student of the game. Mm-hmm. So, he, he doesn't believe in it. Who knows? I believe in it. 
I definitely from, I from my zero from my very limited yeah. experience with the zero. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say limited experience, but we can speak on this as fans and as people uh, who have watched it. I mean, I don't know about you. We've been watching UFC in dudes' basements and living rooms since two thousand seven or oh eight. yeah, of course. So like, as a student and a fan of fighting, yes, you can see like we saw we were talking about Connor when we first got in here. Connor looks like he needs more action if he's serious about still fighting. Yeah. He had ring rust. I mean, you he do said it see himself it. in the post interview. I've seen enough in okay. just my years of watching it where I can say ring rust. Now, Dominic Cruz says it's not an excuse. I don't know if it's that he doesn't believe in it. He won't. He doesn't believe in using it as an excuse. Well, it's not an excuse. And he's never been a big striker, and he's an all-time wrestler, and I think ring rust is probably less prevalent in wrestling. Now, we talked about Connor. Sometimes it's not ring rust. Sometimes it's the game evolving around you. Dominic With that Cruz, calf kick. Yeah, Dominic Cruz, the game might have just evolved. These these 135ers might just hit harder than they did when he was around, when he was, you know, going on his run. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. Had he, let's just answer me this, Brian. Has, has he fought anybody, Dominic Cruz, up until Cody Garbrandt that punched as hard as him? Was Cody the hardest puncher he ever faced? He, he didn't, he never fought TJ? Yeah, he did sure. for T. He fought TJ. TJ fights. You think TJ hits? TJ hits harder than Cody. Cody. I'm asking. TJ hits harder than Cody for sure. I, mean, I think TJ is bigger than those guys. One, the fact that he gets to 135 is a miracle. He versus Cejudo, but not he, really a big striker. But he walks he, in. He now. lost yeah. to Cejudo. That's yeah, what I'm well, saying. But I'm saying you're asking if he, if he got someone hits as hard as Cody Garbrandt. He almost had. He almost didn't make the fight. Trying to cut weight to get down to 125. They yeah. almost didn't. He, that's gonna be that fight's gonna be one of the reasons that they start to not allow the weight cuts. For Demetrius Johnson, I was at that fight. <clears throat> Good. For Demetrius Johnson, I was at that. That fight, fight? Yeah. the Demetrius Johnson. Fight? No, no, no. The Dillashaw oh, the Sahudo, Dillashaw, Dillashaw 125 mm-hmm. fight that mm-hmm. almost didn't happen. So like, I mean, when you look at it, you might be right. It might just be Cody. It's either Cody or DJ. DJ or TJ. DJ. Demetrius no. Johnson. TJ. TJ. TJ hits hard. Too. Yeah. DJ hits. Fast. Aldo hits fast. Yeah, DJ is another guy that you want to talk about. DJ is an all-time great. You want, yeah, but you want to talk about guys that were really great until some 135ers really started to fucking light you up with their hands. And then no. all of a he went down. I don't believe that. I think I... I Who lit him up? Okay, the worst trade deal in human history. Who was it that lit him up? Who? But when he lost, before he got right before he got traded to, for Ben Seduta, uh, uh, Henry. Cejudo lit, the, lit him up. Yeah, yeah. Cejudo lit him up. That was the, he beat Cejudo twice before he got lit up by him. And this is my point. That, well, that was the worst deal. I can't even. And I love Askren. I don't know. You got a pretty memeable moment out of it. I love Askren. One of my favorite. And that was the deal. That's how we did it. That's how we pitched this thing. We bring him on and then we're like, Robbie Lawler. Like the things we could have done with Askren and the things that we could have done if he got hip surgery immediately. Well, look. So, you're saying basically they pushed him too too hard, too fast? No, they pushed him all the wrong ways. I don't so, think Dana liked so Askren should we that have, well. So, should we have held Chandler back then? Should Chandler have, wasn't held back. Chandler, I mean... That's what I'm saying. You're saying, you, you're saying that we should have held Askren back, shouldn't have given him Whitaker right away. No, no. Robbie Lawler right away. Robbie Lawler, yeah. And that they pushed him in all the wrong ways. They didn't set him up in a in a position to win. But they didn't give some. They didn't give Chandler a win on a silver platter. They gave him a top five fighter. You're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. And he right. smoked him. Smoked. The did they push 
Connor too fast when he was younger? Did they push Sugar too fast? Well, they did push Sugar too fast, yeah. obviously, because well, you know Connor is different. I hate comparing Connor to anybody when we talk about the come up. Well, this is why I made the Michael because Chandler because it's a perfect um, comparison. Ben Askren, nineteen and zero, at one fighting and a, and a Bellator. He was a world champ at his weight class in mm-hmm. bo- both of those places. Great wrestler, undefeated across the world. Comes in the UFC, gets a top five fight, chokes the guy out, and then goes on and gets his his head kicked in, kneed in by Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, even though he really didn't choke Robbie Lola out. I was about to say, uh, that's a choke out. I don't I don't want to hear it. His he, arm went limp. Yeah. He wasn't responding. Herb Dean didn't just call the fight. Your arm went limp, and Herb Dean said, "Robbie, are you okay?" Now, if you didn't hear him, that's on you. If you didn't really get choked out, fine. It looked like a choked out. If well, it yeah, walks like no, a dog, I mean, it, walks no. like a dog, talks like a dog, must be a dog. Mm. Talks like a dog. Right. <laughs> Barks like a dog. <laughs> if it so, talks like a dog, I'm nervous. Let's get into this main card. What's the first fight here? First fight is uh, it is Tiago Santos and Alexander Rockick. Um, we got Santos coming in at plus 140. Um, By the way, we didn't make a pick. I, I'll take Cruz as an underdog. Uh, I'll take Cruz. Why not? Mm-hmm. Plus money. Why not? Okay. I'll take Cruz. So... We got Santos, um, plus 140. He's versing Alexander Rockick, which is an interesting way to spell Alexander. It's A-L-E-K, Sander. He's minus 160 for this first one. Tiago hasn't fought in a while. No, I yeah, think, it, um, He is... It has the makings of his hype train getting stopped real quick. He, the comeback train getting stopped nah, real quick. You I'm see this a Tiago. lot. I mean, I'll probably lost, take Tiago. He lost too. it to Cher in November. Who? Tiago? By submission, yeah. So he's been in there, and then before that, he lost to Jones. But that's. Uh, but then he joined the club. Yeah. You know. Yeah, get him on. What's this guy's last record? This, the, 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 13 and 2. No, the last. Uh, who's his last opponent? Um, Rockick, we're looking at. Looks like he had um, Anthony Smith. He beat him. Yeah, Anthony Smith um, is spiraling out of control. Lost to Vulcan. Okay. Um, beat uh, Jimmy Manuel. Yeah. Okay. He's... And then we're pushing like 2018. Now he's versing like Devin Clark and okay. Justin. Lippert. So he's he's, so. he's he's beat some some real contenders here. I'm trying to think if I see if I saw him fight Anthony Smith. Did he knock Anthony Smith out or he won a decision? Um, for Anthony, Smith. I think that's the one he won. Anthony Smith, he won a decision. Yeah, decision. Like I feel like I remember that one. Um, it was it was over the the summer that just passed. Um. I think I don't know. Anthony I could be Smith wrong, is reeling. This is when Anthony Smith's like house got broken into. He had like a million different things going on. Yeah, yeah. but Anthony Smith dropped three. Anthony dropped three in a row yeah, until so his last Smith's win. In the so bad spot. he's he's been reeling out of control. So give me Ever- give me Tiago. Yeah, I'll take Tiago. I'll take Tiago. Why not? Let's keep it moving. Um, We're at twenty minutes. Yeah. After that, we have um, it's Islam Makachev and Drew Dober. Um, we have them coming in at. Let me just see. They are at. We got Islam at um minus three twenty. Yeah, Islam. And then a Dober train. is at plus two sixty. Islam's a so, hype train. First round knockout. Yeah, so maybe on this one, the we're doing this on the Monday before the fights, so no prop bets come out, I believe, until weights made. Oh, I have no idea. They're not out right now. I would think so. So we don't know the odds on it, but I would imagine if you want to put action on this fight, you pick this guy to win by knockout and possibly call your shot on a round one or two. I wouldn't imagine it gets out of two. 
weirder things have happened, but I know that guy's. Yeah, well, here's the thing: we, we should have put this disclaimer at the top, but this is fighting. It's the hardest. It's the hardest sports gambling to talk about and to you know confidently pick because anything could happen. Well, you could talk about fight. The, yeah, it's a fight. <laughs> so moving on. This is these are the three big ones now, right? Yeah, now we got three yeah. title fights. Right. So we got um, Pierre Yan um, and Aljamain Sterling. Now this is um, the welterweight title. This no is welterweight. The, no, 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 Bantam yeah, this is Bantamweight. Bantamweight, Bantamweight. Bantamweight yep. Um, we got uh, Jan coming in. Actually, they're both coming in the same. Jan's minus 110, Sterling minus 110. Sterling. I'm taking Sterling, too. I mean... What Sterling did to Corey... Uh, right on his back. Corey back Sanhagen. Absolutely it lit was him insane. up. It was yep. Corey Sanhagen, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Destroyed him. I like Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. I w- He's I would... been waiting for this shot yeah. for he so long. Is. I met him... So I have a little, I have a little extra. Uh, you hung out with him. At yeah, the I hung out with him. Party, right? Yeah, I hung out with him. Took pictures. This with guy him. had beers. Had beers with him. So I feel as though my boy's coming through, and he's a New Yorker. Yeah. So yeah. hometown guy, shout him out. Only Even minus one ten. I mean, put so some respect on his name. These, I think, are, these are the kind of fights that I look to parlay. You might look to tag it with Nunez or tag it with both of the next fights, or tag it with. Cruz, maybe that that the minus one ten. Those are the fights I look to tag onto a two fight parlay. I mean, I think it's going to be a great fight. Sterling looked great in the last fight. Jan just beat up. I mean, completely beat up um, Aldo in the last fight. I mean, it was. I think it's going to be a sick fight. It's going to be a good fight. I think. I think Sterling offers more than just a a, a, a stand up fight. I think Sterling can do so many different things. I think Sterling could. Take it to the ground. He can throw kicks. He can get you in the clinch. He's got power. He's got speed. He throws. He does a lot of different things. We know. What, we know Jan. We know what he brings to the table. But I don't think everybody knows what Sterling has yet. I think he just keeps pulling tricks out of a hat. He's been quiet. He hasn't said anything. He hasn't begged for a title shot for how long? He's probably been a top five guy for Aljamain Sterling. A couple of years already. Is like just uh, waiting. He like doesn't he doesn't know it's you can't know what Aljamain's gonna do because he doesn't know what he's gonna do until he does it. Yeah, no, he's he's, you know? he's I was trying to think of a good comparison. Yeah, he's a he's a skilled guy, man, and I think I think it's just his time. He can do it all. I mean, most now, of these guys nowadays are complete fighters, but he truly is a complete not for fighter. nothing too. And he's confident no matter where you get. This him. is kind of whatever how you view it how it is, but Sterling will do wonders as a champion compared to Jan. I think Sterling is crazy marketable. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I think he yeah. – and from meeting him personally, I know he's a people person. Yeah. I know he speaks well. I know he dresses you – know, I know, you know where he's from? Brooklyn? Oh, where's he from? We did, just I, – I, it was a while ago. I, Maybe of course Brian I knew then. For us. But, and then we'll move on to their call, man. I think he would be – it would do wonders for the UFC to bring the bantamweight some, some star power. Wasn't he Jones's roommate in college or am I confusing him? I'm pretty sure he was. He's, uh, he's from Uniondale. Yep, yep, there so, you go. Shout out Hoffman. But he lives in Massapequa. Yeah, that's how we started connecting, because Valentina lives in Massapequa and the whole nine. But, um, Dude, spoilers. <laughs> you know. So, um, <laughs> next fight we have, um, it's uh, Amanda Nunez versus uh, Megan Anderson. Um, believe it or not, there actually aren't any odds for the winners up right now. They only have the over and unders up. Let me guess, one What's and a half? over under one and a half rounds? Yep, right on the <laughs> Right on the money. Um, so I feel been, like that, the story tells. I've been doing that. Here's the one and a half rounds. We, we keep doing this, you know, the Nunez fights, and even what the last time where it was like I'm never betting against her again was Cyborg. 
wow. Because Cyborg, yeah, well, Cyborg was the one where we were like, this is it. She's not going to rock her. You know, like we were like, if anyone has a chance to beat Cyborg, it's her. And, yeah, and then she. And if anyone has a chance to beat beat? Nunez, it's Cyborg. And then she dusts Cyborg. And we're like, what the <laughs> fuck Cyborg. is going on? What the fuck? What is going on? And we almost put money on Nunez winning that fight in the first round. And it was plus 10,000. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> we almost did it. Somebody oh. cashed out. <laughs> Nobody in, in our no, room, yeah, in he, room. He, nobody he, upstairs where yeah, we were I mean, that night. But Megan Anderson is a is a real legitimate 145 Invicta FC champion. She's you know legit as legitimate as we've seen somebody who's going to get in there with Nunez. I don't know if it's going to matter. But yeah. isn't that wild? You hear yourself talk right now. What a legitimate one forty five pound world champ, legitimate one forty five, right? and they're not club. even putting the odds yeah. up. They're like, yeah, no, God. that that speaks. And that. and she's a one forty five, or this is one thirty five. This fight is happening at right, or is this one forty five? Because Nunez belts. has both belts now, so I don't even know. I thought it was one thirty five. One forty five, right? One forty five. All right, great. Check it out. Anderson walks around at one seventy with the six pack. She's a big girl. I can tell you the she's a big girl. I don't think it makes a difference at all. I think it's a mugging, like we've seen listen, before. Listen, we, I, I'm going to take there, there are a lot of men that Nunez would smack around that are top 10 fighters in the UFC, so I agree. I'd like to see her fight Jake Paul and finish but him within a minute. <laughs> Nunez is starting to. She's starting to develop. <laughs> she does. She's starting to develop that Floyd Mayweather-Connor thing where a lot of people, you, you're excited to watch no matter what because yeah. it's either going to be amazing on her end or you're going to get to see her lose. Coming in the ring. I mom. believe I, that she's. I think if you want to put money a little bit, you know, maybe one unit, if you want to throw some money away on a super long shot, you look at it and just throw mm. it away. All right. I that's mean, the only kind of action I'd put on. That's the, on that's the only kind of action I'd put on this fight because it's not going to be worth it to take Nunez unless you're calling your shot with a prop bet. Yeah. And um, that, if that's the case, even I'd, then, what are the odds even then probably... the first round, the first round win for her is probably only going to be plus four fifty, and the knockout right. is probably here's, gonna be minus one twenty. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say, and this is from a completely betting perspective. And yes, you want to take my advice because I know what I'm doing. Um, if you're going to take, if you're going to take a prop bet. Take Amanda Nunez wins by decision. You're going to win the most money that way. You think this by unanimous? 100%. By, by unanimous. You could do unanimous. Or you could pick regular do, decision. I would just do yeah. decision because if they're calling the fight to not last over a round and a half and it's a five-round fight, that means it's a, they think it's a mean mugging. And in my opinion, in my opinion, the, the deeper this well, goes, the, 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 the better the odds are of – and I could totally see it going the distance just because – She's gonna. We think she's gonna roll her over. Doesn't mean she's gonna finish her. Well, the hard part about it too is the last time we saw Megan fight, I believe it was Kat Zingano. She fought and she threw a head kick, and kind of poked her in the eye with the toe. So yeah. she got the TKO win because oh, yeah. Kat kind of keep fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember that. But you look at these are the kind of girls where you look at that might be able to give Nunez some trouble because she's six feet tall. She's got crazy. She's gonna have a crazy reach advantage, and she, she doesn't seem scared. And she throws head kicks. So her throwing a head kick at one, one, 145 pounds at six feet tall is comparable to Crow Cop at six foot four, 240 throwing those head kicks. If Nunez loses, it doesn't change her status as the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't. I mean, it helps It helps Megan, but it doesn't really do. Knocking worlds. Nunez off does everything for no, me. No, I don't think so. Yes. Yes, well, I don't 110%. think so. See, you guys, are, you guys are thinking about it differently. If she dominates Nunez, okay. If she flute, well, we'll call it whatever. If it just so happens that it happens, what happens right away? They run it back. 
You have to beat her twice. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's, that's true. In, in, in all of fighting and combat sports, you're not really the champion until you've successfully defended it one time. But like, I'm saying, but I'm saying with, with these, with these and situations. Guess what? Even if it's not Nunez, it's Holly Holm again, or it's uh, Yana Kuniskaya, who we just saw win that fight. It's There's a lot of 135 and 145ers in the women's divisions now that are gamers. Completely agree. But when you're speaking of someone in, of that statue, so, you know, status, you got to beat him twice. Obviously, we see with Connor. If he gets the rematch with Dustin, mm-hmm. he got it with Nate Diaz. He tried to get it with Habib. He, you, you, those guys get it instantly. They get the instant rematch. Can I, uh, yeah, you beat me. You fluked me. Can you do it again? You know? You're right. So, yes, if she fluke beats her, she's got to still beat her again. If she beats mm-hmm. her twice, but she seems game. She's talking like she's game. She said she's not afraid. Everyone's not afraid till they get hit in the face. Yeah, I'll take Nunez. I'll take her. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm gonna, I would take her by knockout. I'm taking Nunez by knockout. Like I said, I'm probably not going to touch it. If you want to make money touching this fight, it's either you pick the knockout, you pick the round, or you put a little bit on the super long shot on Megan winning no matter what. Got a little little over five minutes left here. Let's get into the main event. So, Izzy versus yeah. Jan Blockowicz. We got yeah, 205 so we got, title. Adesanya coming in at minus 220, and we got uh, Jan coming in at plus 180 over here. All right. So let me give you a little fact real quick. Plus 200 underdog champions don't lose, but he's not plus 200. They're, I think they're 10-1 and one in UFC history when the champion is pl- plus over 200. Plus 200 or better? Uh-huh, when the champ is. And he was plus what? 185. 185. So he scaves off that. Um, last one being, I don't remember the last one, but I know that we were at the event with Stipe, heavy underdog against Nagano. Uh, yeah, heavy underdog against yeah, Nagano the first crazy. time. And we saw how that ended. How that so when you underestimate a champ, it typically doesn't work well. Now, Adesanya being a champ and knowing what we know and all the flair and the flavor, um, I know we don't have much time, so I'll go quick. I think Adesanya wins. I think it's, I say fourth round stoppage. I'm going to take Adesanya on a regular win. You said plus 185? Adesanya is minus 220. Uh, Jan is plus 180. Jan's plus 180, right. I'm sorry, so minus 220. I'll take Adesanya on the minus 220. I will take an Adesanya by knockout, and I'll take the stoppage in round two. Yeah, I mean... I think it's a good fight. I think the uh, the smaller octagon makes a difference with Jan being yeah, such a wrestler. That's what, you know, he he does not want to stand up with Asanya for 25 minutes. That's We kind of touched it earlier. The, like, the UFC apex, for those who don't know, is I believe 45% smaller. I don't know what the percentage is. It's, a, it's around it's between, between 42 and yeah. 45% smaller than most traditional UFC octagons. Very good news for strikers. Very bad news for wrestlers. Jan, very great wrestler and a heavy right-hand thrower. Mm. Izzy, you know, doing that taekwondo, that stand-up, that kempo karate, and that kickboxing. He might just piece him up and, like, be figuring out. I wouldn't be surprised if Izzy, knowing the guy he is, doesn't just put up on his Twitter. How do you want me to beat him? I think it starts slow. That's, Had, the, that's like, the reason why I didn't say second round. He's the kind of guy that looks for a shot, you know? Yeah, but I also think it starts slow because, remember, he's, he's the one that says it. He's like, bro, I'm not, I'm not throwing pillows. Mm. But I throw with accuracy. Anybody can punch. Any goon yeah. can punch. As long as they're tagging. Yeah. I want to throw. I want to hit you where it hurts. I want to make them count. I don't want to waste energy. Yeah. And hearing those things, this is my final thought. 
I think he's afraid, not afraid, I don't want to say afraid, but I think he's going to be wary of the punching power of someone at light heavyweight. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to start the fight really kind of feeling it out, trying to gauge the tempo, the speed, what, what Jan's got, and then he's going to attack. That's why I don't think second round is well, see. That's what like, early. I think it's too early. When once he's like a, a high read fighter in the same way that Connor makes reads quickly and acts on them quickly. Yeah, counter striker. You know, he makes the read the first time, and like Cody, we saw Cody Garbrandt make that read at the end of the first round. End of the second round, same thing. Walk off, sleeps the guy. Greatest knockout in the last five years. Right. Easy, yeah. Right? So I think. Yes, he starts off slow, but once he makes a read, he starts throwing that those two pieces and those three pieces, and he goes, oh, he drops his left when I do this. Let me throw that wheel kick at the end. Or let yeah, me throw that but question it, but it will take it will take a while. So I think, I think, um, I think I'm gonna go. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's a good fight, but I think Anasanya finishes it in the third knockout. So second, third, fourth. Yeah. All right. Much. So we got finishes. I wanted to go with second, but I didn't want to. Oh, you could have went. I, I mean, know. that's fine. I just think, I, you I just, know. I see it. if it goes as similar as the Costa fight, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think UFC wants Adesanya to win. I think I, I, think I had Adesanya winning in the third round against Costa. And then when it happened in one, I was like, why Listen, did I do this to myself? Final question, because we're running out of time. Uh, if Adesanya loses, does he go back down? Yes. Yes. Yes, unless he's All right. Yes. All right. All right, that's our time. Thank you for joining us for UFC 259. Uh, we're going to keep doing this, maybe not for every UFC pay-per-view, but for the big ones. Yeah. But, you probably. know, I don't know. I don't. What's the UFC 260 card? I don't even know. All right. So we'll, we'll maybe pull that up right now and we'll figure it out or no? Don't even worry about it. All right. We'll, we'll pull it up right now. See what the card is. 260 is the Stipe Nganu. All right. So we're definitely doing 260 for Stipe Nganu. So we'll see you guys in another month with this show. Thank you for tuning in.